Hey, y'all. Hey. So we have a very, very, very special guest. I've been trying to get him to come up here forever. <laughs> we have Adonis here with us, and he's going to spend some time with us talking about the show that he's on. He's an erotic author and everything else. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, thank, thank you. you for coming. We've, we've really been excited about this episode. Yeah, we're gonna have, have fun. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, you were on a show, um, Ready to Love, mm-hmm. yep. Dallas edition. Yeah. So, how was your Dallas dating experience being a friend? Uh, it was, it, well, so far, you know, up to that, up to the show point, it was, it was okay. Like, mm-hmm. I dated around a little bit, then I pulled away from the dating scene because mm-hmm. I wasn't finding what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the reality show opportunity came up, so I'm like, why the hell not? You mm-hmm. know, right? Uh, I always say, uh, fortune favors the bold. You got to make bold moves to get what you want out of life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's so. True. I was like, hey, let's take a chance, you know. If I, if I meet my person, you mm-hmm. never know. I, mm-hmm. I, I figured the the odds mm-hmm. weren't in my favor because of my lifestyle, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But we're still- definitely gonna get into that because I <laughs> yeah. feel like there was I feel like there was some <laughs> bullshit to begin with same, on the show. <laughs> same, same, same. Yeah, no, dating in Dallas is definitely like it's not for the weak. Yeah, yeah it's not sure. at all. So I actually a couple weeks ago I got on the elevator like super early in the morning here in my apartment. And this dude got on shortly after me. And so he was kind of looking at me. I was just like, okay, whatever. Mind you, it's like 7 a.m. Oh, man. So I was just like, all right, I'm looking a mess. Mm-hmm. But, you know, men love that. Mm-hmm. But um, Yeah, when you look good and natural, we know what you're going to look like when you clean up. <laughs> ain't worried about all that. Hell ain't worried about natural these days. No bonnet on. And, and so I'm on the elevator, and he was like, oh, where are you headed? And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go get my nails done. He's like, can I come with you? And I was like, no. <laughs> Yeah, it's no. a weird. Yeah, no, you can't. <laughs> and he was like, uh, can you take my number? I was like, no, I have a boyfriend. He was like, oh, damn, he don't let you have friends? I was like, no, I don't want no friends. Mm-hmm. And he was like, do he be beating on you? <laughs> wow, that's a little strange. <laughs> and I'm like, who asked somebody, you, they be beating on you? And then yeah. if I say yes, what you going to do? And the sad thing is, he looked like the one who would beat on me. Oh, yeah. Wow. If he ain't, I'm going to start. <laughs> now, I, I, don't, I have never been that type to be like, oh, can you have friends? Because clearly my intentions weren't friends on yeah. a friendship level exactly. initially. Yeah. So it's like, why would you even think that that would be like acceptable to go there after you just tried to get on? So I, I, would, I just, I don't know. I've never, that's never been one of my, uh, like, if, if a woman's interested, okay, well, right. have a good day. And I'm, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of dudes in moving. Dallas, though, they're not worried about, like, being, like, boyfriend number two or anything like at that. At all. Yeah. At all. I think the same thing when I was leaving work at the mall, this man stopped me. and He was like, uh, hey, I just want to talk to you. I thought he was trying to rob me at first because I was like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. He, he just followed. He you just stayed closer. Yeah. And so I, I walked around a little bit, couldn't find my car. He's like, dang, you don't know where your car is, do you? I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> I, I don't and yeah. i just gave him my number because i i think we said this too we just give people our number like whether we want to talk to you or not yeah. because it's scary out here so i'm if you ask for my number i'm gonna give it to you facts i'll block you, I'll you block don't ever you. give a fake number no because people will call you. you right there oh wow yeah, people will call, call you that's and text cr- you right that's, there that's crazy and like being like you know i don't know if you've ever experienced this before but telling someone no Gets them a hole, like, oh, fat ass hole. I'm like, God, I was this yeah. big when you met me five seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I didn't gain this I didn't, weight while yeah, we were talking. Yeah, well, just in mid-conversation. So I don't care who, the, I'm going to give you my number if you ask for it. Yes, that's that's the, the bruised ego. You know? Yeah, I ain't got my time for that. But yeah. we're going to talk about your whole dating experience and all that good stuff, too. Um, how's your how's your guys' week been? 
Uh, it's, it's been kind of, it's been very productive. Mm-hmm. Um, work has been crazy uh, since this past Sunday. Mm-hmm. So um, we're, we're still, you know, just working mad hours and then mm-hmm. still being productive. You know, I, I make costumes. So I have a, a, bit, a side hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, I sell, I, I make and sell costumes. So I've been okay. producing those and shipping them out and everything. Oh, wow. What kind um, of costumes? Superhero costumes. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I 3D print and, um, and, uh, and make helmets and collectibles, mm-hmm. costumes and collectibles, things like okay. that. So probably with Halloween, like you probably really. Yeah. Well, with and Fan Expo too. Just Halloween is like people understand like the production time behind what I do could be months, you know, yeah. depending mm-hmm. on on the uh, the detail and size of the item that, I, that I'm making. So when you get when you like, you know, Halloween is 30 days away and you hit me up like, hey, can I get this, this, this and that? And I'm like, that's a that's a two-month production job Ooh. so you know a lot of people were out of luck um mm-hmm. but the ones that i could get in um i got in and then there were some that ordered you know there's a uh, deadpool 3 is coming out next year oh yeah um and uh they're bringing back hugh jackman and, and wolverine and they're finally putting them in the yellow costume so i've had i had several orders for the classic wolverine uh mask oh mm-hmm. wow yeah so i've been making those and shipping those out and i got a, a power ranger order i got a dr doom costume that i'm working on so it's it's a lot it's fun though i love it yeah yeah and it's and it's and, it's, and uh the, my price point is at a at a good point also so, oh, so it sounds like it sounds like it's up there yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sound, yeah sound like a bag yeah okay. they're, they're not cheap because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i know fan expo just kind of happened out here right. too and i went to my first one maybe a couple months ago but i didn't realize like just how far people like go with the oh, costumes it goes down. It goes and dressed up and i was like oh mm-hmm. this is amazing seeing so many different like you know just culture things and yeah. marvel and all that stuff so yeah. i love seeing other people's creativity mm-hmm. you know when i go Ooh. to comic cons like my the, there's two things that i go for I, you know, every now and then, if there's an actor or an actress that I love mm-hmm. from a show or something, I'll, I'll pay to go get an autograph, whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's not really what I go for. I go to I go to take pictures with other people in costumes, mm-hmm. and then I get a couple souvenirs, whatever, mm-hmm. for the memories, and then I, you know, call it a day. But um, but that's 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 been my that's been my Comic Con like mode of operation for the since like 2015. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying so. You ever see other people's costumes and like, oh, that's a good idea? Or, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've seen some amazing, amazing costumes, man. It, it, it's stuff like, like I'm good at what I do and, and the things that I create, but there's some people out there that are like, they're amazing and and, and they do things that I can't, I can't even do, like mm-hmm. uh, phone casting. I don't, I can't do that at all. That's that's some precision cutting and all mm-hmm. that stuff. I'm just like. No, I'll 3D print. I'll mm-hmm. do my little power sanding and mm-hmm. painting and detailing and call it a day. Right. You know, but um, but no, I love people's creativity, man, because it shows, you know, I, I like to see the diversity and where other people's minds are and how other people's minds work when it comes to putting together costumes. And, you know, I'll, I'll talk shop with with some of the guys that I meet there mm-hmm. and trade secrets about materials mm-hmm. and things like that. Or what do you use for that? Or how did you get that to do that? You know, so th- it's, 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 it's a lot of fun. Oh, that's dope. That's really dope, especially whenever you have like a passion and you can make money off. Oh, facts, facts. Like, you really can't complain at all. Uh Nope. And I mean, that's that's the beauty of entrepreneurial uh, entrepreneurialism, Mm -hmm. you know, is is taking a passion and monetizing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if you have something like that, and I always tell people, man, if you if you have a passion, something you love, and you can put a business spin behind it, go ahead, do it, and make that money. You know right, what I'm saying? Because because that's the business that you're gonna push most the most into mm-hmm. because you're passionate about it. Definitely. You know, so well, it sounds like you have several different hustles, and we're going to get into all of them, oh, yeah. I can't so, wait. I'm from Detroit. We hustle harder. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but A-Best Friend. Ain't it a blessing? You are listening to another episode of 
Hear you podcast. This is Tan. And this is B. We have Adonis here. You ready to get started? Let's get it. To- hey, let's e- get it. All right, so this is definitely a special episode. So we're going to do things a little bit out of our norm. Mm-hmm. But, so we do this thing. Well, for one, let's tell you some of our rules. Okay, bet. Okay. <laughs> so first rule is if your phone goes off, mm-hmm. you have to either read your text message out loud. Okay. Or you got to answer your phone call. Okay. And put it on speaker. My ringer's off, so. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, some people like to leave the theirs on. Yeah, some people so want to no. live by the edge. And yeah. I'll like, answer it. All right, now. No, yeah. It stays off because I'm on the phones all day, so I just. I makes feel, sense. My phone's always on silent. It makes too much noise. Yeah. I can't stand it. I don't understand how y'all do that. My anxiety be through the roof if I can Girl, hear my you'll phone. Get used to it. I kind of miss my sound effects, though. Really? Oh, yeah, I customize my phone, you know. Oh. Uh, Android. Yeah. So, so I can oh, change yeah, it. Android, you can build a new phone. Yeah, you can change everything, man. So I got all custom sounds from different things that I, I like. So, um, yeah, my, actually, my uh, my alarm is the Game of Thrones uh, theme, oh, theme song. Oh, dang. And I type a little message so it says, Marvin, wake up and get that money or some <laughs> shit like that. Or whatever I want for that week, you know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah. just something to get me motivated at 5 a.m. to get up and go work out. You know? Oh, <sighs> I know. God bless you. Thanks. <laughs> and then so we also do this thing we call a hundred rounds so we're just gonna like say a topic i'll say a topic and then we'll just you'll just say the first thing that comes to mind it's and almost we'll, like concentration yeah, until the first like person goes out okay, yeah and then wherever we stop is just where we stop okay so let's do a hundred rounds cardi b you can go first um actually i like i like some of her music though honestly like, yeah what i what, when it, in the car driving what you know with her and something comes on uh, I, I think lyrically, she's definitely progressed since the beginning. That is a fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know. this this Cardi we got now is a lot different from Bodak Yellow Cardi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and, and she and she's real from you know for everything I've seen. She's funny too. Very. She is hilarious. She's like, personable. I think that's yeah. why she got yeah. so popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she's a very personable person. Yeah. Okay, so it's usually just one word, so it's okay. <laughs> oh, it's one? Oh, my bad. <laughs> I was just going to let you make it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving a whole. Okay. Um, Belkalise. That's uh, her real culture. name. Wait, you said what? Belkalise, <laughs> that's her real name. Oh, that's her real name? Uh-huh. That's her real name. Oh, uh, is she Puerto Rican? <laughs> something like that? I think she's Dominican. Dominican? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, WAP. Atlanta. My girlfriend. Ooh. Period. 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 We can eat it right there. Because uh, I was running out of things to say anyway. Uh, same. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> okay. So Cardi B recently, it was yeah. her birthday. And you know, she's married to Offset. She's a Libra? Yeah, she's a Libra. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I it was too. her birthday. Oh, you a Libra too? October thirteenth. Oh, okay. So you're not one of them September Libras. Nah, those nah, are nah. those are demons. <laughs> oh, I, I'm a uh, October Libra. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I'll, you know. I have a question. Then why do y'all lie so much? Uh, we not, <laughs> oh, I, I'm not gonna say y'all lie for sport. No, I guess me, me like so why y'all. Uh, you can't put all Libras uh, in the one. You're category, right. This, but just my experience with Libras in general, they just like lie and it just be it don't even be like a big lie it just be just live just because just just because yeah 
what 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 month are the Libras you're implying? <laughs> born in? September probably. Probably not, yeah, but it's October. The ones I know, October, and they just they they just lie. And More it, than the average person. Yeah. Well, some people just like to lie though. Like some people lie just to lie, like just for fun. I think I think that's part of uh the culture. It's Ooh. it's easier to do. You know, a lot of times it's easier to do than face the truth. That's true. You know, so or or spare someone's feelings. Yeah. So, but some people but, will just lie for fun, like yeah, for or you just yeah. don't give a fuck. Yeah, you know that, that too. Like what? What you doing? Oh, nothing. I'm out driving, and you in the bed. I'll be like, there in 15 minutes. Yeah, no, you ain't even left yet. <laughs> Biggest lie. <laughs> but we I'm lie on the way. People lie to themselves. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. You so right about that. So it's easy to lie to somebody else. Yeah, I've been yeah, lying to myself yeah. all day. <laughs> I definitely lie to you. Facts. What did Cardi do though? So. Cardi's husband, like Offset, he's always yeah. buying her these super lavish gifts. And this year, he decided to do something a little bit different. So on top of the Birkins and stuff that he bought her, he also bought her some real estate and some rental properties. So Cardi got online to basically say, like, I don't want real <laughs> estate. Like, that's just nothing but problems. I'd rather have a Birkin than you buying me real estate. Mm-hmm. And she said that the Birkins hold more value. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to say all that, but, <laughs> you know, I, I think you got to have a really strong business mind to, mm-hmm. to manage a property on the mm-hmm. scale of what I'm, pr- I'm sure he probably bought her. Right. And she probably just didn't want to deal with it. Yeah. yeah. You know, cause I, and it's like, okay, if, if, cause you have to think about it. She's got her kids. She's got her careers, interviews, traveling, performances, all the stuff to juggle enough as it is. Mm-hmm. And now she got to run a, 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 an apartment building, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. I, so I, I mean, that's me giving, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. giving her credit, you know, saying mm-hmm. like maybe she just didn't want to deal with it because I understand like when you got so many things on your plate, like I got a crap ton of things on my plate right now, and I know one thing can just overwhelm me. Like, okay, you know what? I can't even handle it anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. You understand? So it, it could be, it, it, it could be one of them deals because mm-hmm. I'm like, you have to to hope that with as much money as she's made in the careers that she's had, that she has her investments in order. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? True. For her kids and for the future. Mm-hmm. True. So it's like, maybe she just didn't want that one more thing to have to worry about. Right. And, that, and that's not just a little thing. Yeah. That's a big thing. Mm-hmm. This is true. I mean, so, but Cardi has enough money to where she can hire somebody to do all that. Well, that, well yeah. She did say, though, because I think um, one of the properties is like a Airbnb or some type of property in the Dominican. And she was like, it's so hard, like, because people just, you know, I can imagine if I be in an Airbnb, I'm complaining. I'm telling you everything that's wrong. So being on a receiving end of that. And I think she has another property and she was like, they ain't paid rent in like nine months. Yeah, she she currently has a rental property. It's a headache. And if you got to think about it, if if, if her her Airbnb is in the Dominican Republic, she's not there. Mm -hmm. So how can she really manage it and watch it to make sure it's being kept up right? It's a stressor. Mm -hmm. It's just an added pressure or something. You get something else you got to worry about. Okay, I got to fly down here and make sure everything is good. I got to pay somebody to go down there and you know mm-hmm. like, she's right. probably like hell no nah, just give me a bag yeah, <laughs> yeah. <nah>. <laughs> call <laughs> I, it a day i can no. understand it because me and my sisters we inherited like our childhood home from okay. my parents and we rented out and it's a hassle i'm oh, not yeah. gonna lie yeah like whenever there's like no issues everything's like cool running smooth we're gucci right but when it's bad it's yeah, nightmare. I'm sure. We had to replace the whole electrical panel in the house. Oh wow! See, that was seven thousand dollars. Then, like the the people who live there, they were like, "Well, we can't get it replaced until like the middle of October." So we're like, "All right, well, we just want to let y'all know you need to sign some sort of liability form mm-hmm. 
God forbid, just in case the house burned down, mm-hmm. we tried. Mm-hmm. Like, you right. asked us to wait. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Finally wait until mid-October. Now permits and everything are involved. The city is like, the electricity is going to have to be off for four days. Sheesh. The people have to leave the house. Wow. We have to reimburse them for their hotel. Oh, yeah. See? Food. No. Food. Food. You got to feed them? <laughs> oh, wow. Reimburse food. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's a lot. That's crazy. Yeah, so whenever I heard Cardi say that, I'm like, bruh. Yeah, she probably didn't want did them. <laughs> yeah, she probably just didn't want them problems. Yeah, Give like, Birkin bag is way more simple. Exactly. <laughs> I know where it's at. Yep. I know the condition it's in. You don't have to deal with nobody else involved in exactly. it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. nobody's living in it. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. And then you see, like, horror stories online of, like, people, like, damaging property. Mm-hmm. Or know, squatters. I, yeah. I saw a story recently about a lady that refused to leave the person's Airbnb mm. period and, yes. and and they and she pretty much forcibly stole her house mm-hmm. because they couldn't because of the laws and rental things the rental after she was there for a, a certain period of time you couldn't evict her yep. mm-hmm. you couldn't just say get out of my house you had to go through all the, and uh, yeah so she found loopholes and she got to, the lady got to stay in this woman's house. Yo, mm-hmm. and you'd be surprised how many people are professional squatters. Yeah, Facts. and know the yeah. know the rules <laughs> know and the laws. Law. Yeah, yep. and know that you can't kick me out. I don't know. I I I feel I would make it so incredibly uncomfortable that you would just have to, like I'm gonna walk around that bitch naked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna eat all your food up. Like yeah. I would just make. Like, but are you gonna chill in my crib? Yeah, we right. we been a big we, chill. It's, we, it's about to be hell. No, for real. And we every I'm just like, damn. Cause I think I saw another story where the lady was telling like the owner he had to pay her a hundred and twenty something thousand to leave because mm-hmm. she was another squatter. I'm like, wow. yeah. Imagine paying somebody to leave you alone in your house. Yeah, facts. Own, just to get your own house back. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. literally. It's so scary. The reason violence. we kind of talked about that too, because on the epi- on Ready to Love, there was a someone who asked about a purse, a, a Birkin, or something like that. Yeah, and it spanned this whole conversation about it, and you know the whole men versus women, and buy me this, and I I don't know the whole thing. How do you feel about you know if, if your lady asked for a Birkin? Like, if that's my woman, uh-huh. and we and and again our investments are in order, right? And, we got money just sitting like that. I don't care, but I'm not going to put that before something that could could make us money in the future and we don't have that established already. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, not. Nah, I mean, yeah, we got it like that and everything's in order and, you know, stuff, take, the crib taken care of right. and investments is good and, you know, business is running smooth uh, by all means, mm-hmm. you know, but. So, you're not against, like, lavish gifts or you don't judge. Do you? How do you feel about women who want those things? If that's what you want that's what you want you just gotta be with somebody that can provide that yeah mm-hmm. and, that can afford but, it <laughs> yeah but and also understand that there's that that's a small percentage you know of mm-hmm. guys so if your standards are 1%. that high exactly the higher your standards will get the harder it is to find the men that can fill, can fulfill them right you know what i'm saying so it's, it's monetarily you know what i'm saying so um i have no problem look if, if if that's what you choose to do, that's your life. It ain't got nothing to do with me, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I don't. I tell people life is too short to not do what you want to do and live how you want to live and be happy. Amen. So if if that's what you want for your life, that's do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing what I like. I like to do, right? You know, and and I have no I have no regrets and 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 no um no hesitations. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's just it's just a matter of you know what you want for your life. Mm-hmm. I think with like dating these days, it's so much of like men versus women. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's all you see on social media. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like 
who was the girl who ate the the four dozen oysters? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> now now here's the thing. Here's the thing with that. If that was a first date, I would have had the same reaction. Yeah. You'd have left. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, you would have left. Oh yeah. Because I'm like, first of all, <laughs> I, I actually had a a girl go hard on me on the first date like that one time some years ago in Detroit, and. <laughs> I'm not even gonna say that though. <laughs> and and um, but I'm just like, you ordered, okay, she ordered what she ordered, and then she ordered a second plate. And I'm sitting here she like had kids? No. Oh, that's for her. Yeah. Yeah. She ordered her, she ordered her the, the And not the, a to go plate. Like she wanted another plate to no, eat. No, she ordered there. it to go. Oh. Yeah, so you got this big hibachi shrimp steak and chicken meal, <laughs> uh-huh. and then you ordered this big thing of sushi. Oh. And I'm sitting here like, and not to go sushi. Oh, she was going to get that in the car. Yes, yeah, like, is this that's for lunch for tomorrow? Like you go, I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, sushi like how you go well like right, that? Like how you gonna do me like this? This our this our first date. I ordered the normal, you know. I mm-hmm. didn't. I ordered the little steak hibachi with shrimp, whatever. But right. it's like it's like, I, it goes. It can go both ways because it's like you, you know someone will say, well, if you can't afford it, don't take it to that kind of restaurant. Whatever. That mm-hmm. wasn't the point. Was the principle? Right. It's like this is the first time we sat down together to mm-hmm. talk and have any kind of conversation about anything, mm-hmm. and you just just go for the gusto on me. Like <laughs> that's how you think. You right. know what I'm saying? Like okay, I, I get it. And 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 as and, and her her current situation is um, not surprising. Oh. Because of how you know, because mm-hmm. of her, her mentality, right? You know what I'm saying. So, um, but yeah. So for the girl that she she ordered 45 oysters, I'm like, <laughs> and you just gonna sit there and eat them? First of all, I've been disgusted. That exactly. Yeah. I'm like, you just gonna sit there and slurp down all? How many orders was it? Was it, it was four, four, four orders? orders? Yeah. Yeah. That's... She ate 48 oysters. <laughs> oh. <laughs> who and you needs... just sitting there like, let's go, literally, and then ordered that? food. Oh yeah. Yeah, she ordered oh, food yeah. afterwards. Oh, I didn't know she ordered more afterwards. No, so that was had, her That was the wait, appetizer. Wait, wait. I'm about to say so 48 oysters was her appetizer? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Nah. Yes. Oh no. No, that's 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 sick. No, we're you know, that's gluttonous. It is. And that's what I said when I, when I posted about <laughs> it. I'm like, ain't that I'm like, carnal I'm sin? To, you're gluttony. I'm not going to see here. Like mm-hmm. that's going to completely turn me off. Period. Mm-hmm. To you all together. Just the fact that you sitting there eating all that. <laughs> <laughs> like, with a straight face. With a, like it's oak. Like that's what you normally do. And mm-hmm. then recording eating it. Is, oh, it takes it to man. another level. Yeah, she all yeah. on the phone like, yeah, baby, I'm eating yeah, these fucking oysters. with the lemon. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Oh, Dressing no. it up real nice. Oh, no. Oh, my, I, I oh can't be associated with that. I have, oh. to, I have to leave. <laughs> well, he did. Yeah. And he, he just sent her like, I guess he paid for his drink or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. I definitely would have paid for mine, but I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. You know, I I, I actually dipped on a, a, a girl one time uh, at my, one of my favorite restaurants in uh, in Michigan, uh, Manjin Lao. And I, we're sitting there and, and I know everybody at the restaurant anyway, Manjin, because it, uh-huh. it was where all the music community DJs uh, in Detroit and uh, promoters, all my friends, we would hang out on Wednesday nights, mm-hmm. and so I'm, I'm and I went there a little bit earlier before the party started on this little date, right? So I'm sitting there and I'm trying to have a conversation with her, and she like this the whole time, oh. on the phone, and and I'm like, yeah. So I'm, I was like, I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. I got up and never came back, and I just went to hang out, hang out with my friends. Oh, oh you stayed? Oh yeah, I stayed. Dang. You're not oh. running me up out of my, my, my spot <laughs> oh. with my friends. No. I oh, sta- you, oh, that's embarrassing. I stayed for the party. Did she say anything else to you? She tried to, but I, what, what is there to say after that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just showed yourself rude. 
mm-hmm. you know, you're here clearly for a, for a meal because you're not showing yeah. any interest. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to have a conversation with you and you and you can't get out your phone. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm like, oh no, I saw that. I, I it didn't take me long to realize right. what was really going on. So I was like, all right, I'll be right back. And I went went and kicked it. Damn. See, I can't say too much because I ain't going to lie. At one point in my life. (laughs) (laughs) You were on the heathen side. I I was. And (laughs) I would set up about three, four dates a week. So them niggas could feed me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. See, that's the scary part. But, man, I, but the thing is, is it scary or is it dating? Yeah, it's dating. But but if if I'm going on a date, I'm engaged. I'm talking to you. Yeah. I'm acting interested. So I'm not just like You're acting eating. interested. Well, yeah. It, I mean, we'll have a, you gonna have now. I'm you gonna interested. have keywords. You gonna have <laughs> acting. You're gonna have a good time. Theatrical though. entertainment. You're gonna that's have a, a good time. I'm not gonna be on my phone or rude. You're gonna have a good time, and it's yeah. gonna be a great date that you're gonna pay for. You but, know. But, what I'm but here's the thing, though. Maybe this is me. Mm-hmm. If you're not, I'm, I'm not gonna go out and do anything with someone that I'm not genu- genuinely interested in. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because it's like, my time is my most valuable asset. So if I'm giving mm-hmm. you my time, please believe mm-hmm. you mean something to me. Right. Or I'm trying to see if you, you can mean something to me. You see right. what I'm saying? But just to go out, just to, you know, especially on a date, like hanging out with friends, yeah. you, know, you can go bullshit with friends anytime. That's, yeah. that's a totally different category. Mm-hmm. But going out on a date, taking someone out one-on-one, like, no, there has to, I, I date with intention, with purpose. You know, and, and, and I'm not going to waste my time because, again, you spend money, you get money back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that time, those moments of my back. life that mm-hmm. I've given you, no, you cannot recover those. And and, and since life is so short, mm-hmm. I am very particular on where I spend those moments mm-hmm. and, who, and who I give them to. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So for this, that, that's, that's, that's another reason why um, uh, before the reality show and, and since I've been in Texas, da- mm-hmm. dating has been so it's been so. I've had to be really strategic about it, right? Because it's like, what are your intentions? You know what I'm saying? Do, mm-hmm. Are you really interested in me? Or are you just trying, trying to hang out? Or are you, you know, interested in other things? Whatever the case, but it's still so we find a, a common ground. It's like, okay, whatever the case. And if we just gonna kick it, we just gonna fuck whatever the case. Yeah. We, we, we'll, we'll do what we do, mm-hmm. but put it on the table mm-hmm. so I at least know what I'm getting myself into. Yeah. And that's what, and that's what I do. And that's what I did, I did on the reality show. You mm-hmm. definitely did. <laughs> okay. So this, we, since we already here, let's just hop yes. right on into it. So how did you find out? Cause this is on the own network first and I, yeah. I don't have own cause that's extra, you know? <laughs> so I caught it on max when it came out finally, but how yeah. did you ever hear about, you know, uh, ready to love coming to Dallas and even knowing to apply yeah, for was it. Like open casting or what was it? They found me on Instagram. What really? they yeah. found you? Yeah, one of their uh, one of the casting uh, agents reached out to me and said, "Hey, I got this TV show. I had I'd never heard of the show. Mm-hmm. I don't watch reality TV. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, they re- she reached out to me and and I did my research for a little bit. I didn't know who Will Packard was. Oh, um, you know, all those different things. So I was like, okay, it seemed I think this might be legit. So mm-hmm. c- talked to a couple people. They was like, yeah, reality love. That's my. Show. I'm like, oh, okay, bet. Mm-hmm. So I fill out the application, started the process, and then another recruiter reached out to me on Facebook. Oh, and say, so hey, I think you'd be great for this reality show to check. Wow. Yeah. So, so that's why it was like, okay, the the opportunity came to me twice. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me go ahead and you know really see what's but up. But being with this. somebody who doesn't watch reality TV, 
to go from not watching reality to TV being to being on, on a reality. It, Man. Like, what's your thought process for that? Well, first, uh, I binged nine episodes the night before <laughs> the uh, the uh, the mansion mixer, the mm-hmm. first episode, because uh-huh. my father was like, you know, you better watch that show before you get voted off the first day because you don't know how to how to move, you know. Man, so I was like, smart. you know, what's well, a good smart. idea? That's really smart. So I binged it, so I knew exactly what I uh, the I think it was one of the Miami seasons. Mm-hmm. So I knew exactly what I was getting myself myself into. Right. And when I started watching, I'm like, oh my god, what did I just sign up for? <laughs> 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 well, Literally, I was in my bed like, oh, this is happening tomorrow. Like, how oh soon after? Like, how soon did things? Because I think a lot of times people see TV and think it happens just like that. So, how soon after did you hear from the producers and stuff like that to doing the application? Did they actually start filming? Oh, it was like a four month process. Okay. Because I mean, we had several interviews. We had two psych evals. Um, Whoa, hold on. They did a psych Psych eval? Yeah, that's like a 250 question, um, little questionnaire thing. And then the the psychologist called us and we had to do this little conference uh, conference call with him where he went over the results and asked us these uh, questions about Mm -hmm. our our lives and things like that. Wow. So yeah, it was- Make sure you're not a liar or or, like a sociopath. Or crazy, but- Some people people still got through there though. Yeah. That's crazy that some people still Maybe got through there. Maybe they did the psych to see who would be good for TV. Like, oh, he crazy right. as hell. No, she yeah. crazy as hell. Bring him on. Yeah, like, add him know. on there. I don't know, but yeah, it was it was it was a it was a extensive process, um, but it was fun. I'm not. I am gonna lie. It was a lot of fun. Because mm-hmm. I will say, you know, in first meeting you, one of the things that you said on the show, or in, when you introduced yourself, you said you were Dom and mm-hmm. you're an erotic author. Yeah. And I so okay. If y'all haven't seen Ready to Love, the Ready to Love sh- cast in Dallas, I think everyone is over 30, 30, because there was no one yeah. under 30, right? No, I don't think, no. Everyone's over 35, I yeah. think. So everyone was a little bit older, more established yeah. and things like that. And I was like, oh yeah, this ain't going to end well, because people <laughs> just are setting their ways and don't know certain things. And yeah. so right. that was kind of, I felt like, I was like, oh, you ain't going to be, I felt you weren't going to be on there long. You weren't there longer than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was trying, because here's the thing, like, People, they, the ladies that all ask what I do, you mm-hmm. know, and and um, like, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an erotic author, this mm-hmm. and that, and then the questions just continue, right? You see, what I'm it's saying? intriguing though, like you want to well, know more, exactly. And I understand that, but mm-hmm. it's like that's all they showed, mm. because I mean, obviously, that's not the only thing I talked about, but that's mm-hmm. how right. they, that's how that that was my narrative that they chose for me, mm. you know. Um, so all the t- all the conversations about my f- my family and what mm-hmm. I want for my future mm-hmm. and. You know, how I want to get married and have more kids, all this different stuff. They didn't show any of that. Mm. So after the first episode, I texted one of the producers. Like, they literally only showed me for, like, you know, two and a half seconds, mm-hmm. introducing myself to Unique, telling her I was a, I was a, an erotic author. Right. And they just moved on. I was, was like, it. that was it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I texted the producer. I'm like, um... <laughs> There's more? <laughs> we were there for 12 hours. Whoa. Whoa you 12 hours? No lie. No, it was actually, it was 14. Yeah, we wow. were there for 14 hours. And... Really? filming conversations so i'm like out of all that time that's, that's all y'all picked that's all y'all showed me so how was that like just meeting everyone in the house for the first time and that being 14 hours like i mean um, it's because it, it showed it, the sun was up and then afterwards the sun right. that's how you saw it yeah <laughs> that's why we were trying to hang out under the like at the table in the uh-huh. shade a little bit i know i was because mm-hmm. it was hot you know, um, and I had on, I, I had on my <laughs> suit. <laughs> right. I'm suited and all black and everything. Right. You know, I'm doing my thing or whatever. But, 
Yeah, it it was it was it was hot. The uh the the food was terrible. Really? Yeah, what, what was but the, the alcohol was good. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> right. I'm sure. So minimal food, lots of alcohol, great mm-hmm. TV. You know, right. so uh-huh. that was their that like, was their get idea. Drunk and put peanuts on your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> right. And fight. But uh, meeting everybody was cool. It, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the guys were me and the guys were we all clicked like. Uh, early, mm-hmm. um, I know the ladies had a little division. Yeah, you know but the guys, we were all cool, man. We were. Mm-hmm. It was. It was a fun experience, man. But um, but the uh, the once I got the the understanding of the format of reality TV, how it was filmed, because mm-hmm. it it wasn't. It's not scripted, mm-hmm. but they kind of gave us a little direction every now and then. But mm-hmm. for the most part, they just followed us around with the cameras mm-hmm. and just had us talk. Like if they wanted right. someone to go, wanted a different conversation, they'll send somebody in and go to interrupt the conversation and uh, say, okay, let me talk, let me holler at it real quick. Okay, cool. You know, and right. switch it up like that or whatever. Um, and then uh, if, but, but you really wanted to talk to everybody mm-hmm. you want to find as many connections as you can to see who, mm-hmm. you know, who see what's what right. so again 12 hours of conversation mm-hmm. and you know I, I felt like i swear to god i felt like I, I mean it's not even i felt like i was mm-hmm. answering the same questions over and over yeah no about about all, all that stuff mm-hmm. you know <laughs> but so by about i think we got our call time was like eight something in the morning mm-hmm. i say probably around because we didn't leave till my about 2 a.m oh wow yeah it was all day thing mm-hmm. so uh by around five six o'clock i was just i was exhausted Spent. mentally mm-hmm. from talking about that because mm-hmm. it was like you know I, i'm trying to talk about other things i'm mm-hmm. like yeah there's a crap ton of more to me right mm-hmm. i'm a person yeah i am a human being you know that you know that I, I do other <laughs> stuff I, got, I, I do i do want love you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know yeah. so i'm trying to have these conversations but it always ended back up talking about you know saying my, my erotica and stuff right. like that so i'm like man and, and i had no idea though that's the direction and the narrative that production was going to choose for me. Because that's yeah. the impression that I got. Same. It seemed like you just brought it up every single time. I was yeah. like, why he keep bringing it up? It I know like he's you were just this kinky ass man. Kinky ass nigga. That's, that's what they wanted, and that's what they wanted to. But I'm just like, I was answering questions, uh-huh. and it's like, okay, if you if if I if I give an answer and you can't handle the answer of the question you asked. Why would why, why are ask you it? interested? Mm-hmm. Why are you asking the question? Mm-hmm. But do you think that some of the reactions that you got was because of like their age? No, I, I wouldn't say necessarily because of their age, just because of their um, them being inexperienced mm-hmm. in things outside of you know the the the, the sexual norms that they've been accustomed to for right. their, their entire lives mm-hmm. i mean you, you got to think about it we live in a world that rejects what what's not understood and what's different mm-hmm. you see what i'm mm-hmm. saying so for for me to be a black male that's confident about what i do and what i what i meant to and say yeah this is what i do mm-hmm. they're like oh my god mm-hmm. you know and that's that, that's the reaction that, that right. you would get mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so and and, and and it's not like i'm not used to it mm-hmm. I've, i have these conversations all the time in everyday life when i'm out because mm-hmm. i educate people on what i do you mm-hmm. know at my shows you mm-hmm. know we, we we do uh BDSM scenes and demonstrations mm-hmm. and I have friends from the community come and, and, and present their crafts mm-hmm. you know so I, I, when I'm out and and uh and, I, and even even in dating mm-hmm. when I meet somebody and it was it's, it's, it was just like the reality show mm-hmm. you meet somebody at a bar or club say hey I, you know I, I'm, I'm Adonis you know blah 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 whatever whatever what's your name whatever you, what do you do what do you do well I'm an erotic author mm-hmm. what do you write about well Erotica. The next question always is, mm-hmm. where do you get your stories from? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, 
experience and I have a wild ass imagination. Mm-hmm. You know, so what have you experienced? You see what I'm saying? Okay. So it's it's a it, it, every single time, you know, and and and, and I wasn't going to get on the show on the reality on I ready to love mm-hmm. and and censor myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because again, I believe in I'm not wasting time. You know, mm-hmm. I turned 42 a couple weeks ago. Oh, so it's like Thank you. Thank you much. So I'm like I'm going to put this on the table right here mm-hmm. and you can see if you can handle it. If yep. you can't that's going to let me know that I can just go ahead and move on. Right. And I don't have to spend any more time with someone who can't handle me anyway. Right. You see what I'm saying? So that's that's why I have always been upfront about who I am and what I do and why I was on the show. Right. Well, you know, I consider myself a, I was about a, a say, novice. Speaking of imagination, we got an erotic author, you know, over there to your right. But see, okay, so I was writing in high school and I wasn't doing none of this shit. I was writing about threesomes and orgies <laughs> and, you know. She but, had a book and it was passed around the entire yeah. school. Seriously? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's what's and up. then it and got picked up, and then she got put on punishment. And my dad um, oh, picked man. it up. Her daddy was like, "This what you doing?" <laughs> Like, yes, no. girl. <laughs> and I wasn't doing I wasn't doing anything like yeah. in there I, but you know it's just it's having an imagination and create creatively writing about that is not mm-hmm. hard per se but you do have to be open to it and stuff like that oh, so. yeah yeah and, and, and anything with creative writing mm-hmm. if you can visualize it and then take that those visualizations and translate them into words mm-hmm. and that's what I do my imagination is so vivid mm-hmm. you know that I can take a scene and, and create a scene in my mind and write it out and you can and, and when you read it it'll be like you're there mm-hmm. and that's what everyone says about my book is in my writing style um, because it's, I always say the devil's in the details mm-hmm. you know, so I don't leave anything out because I want it I want it, I want you to to read it like you're experiencing it. So you're mm-hmm. going gonna to feel certain things. And, and I write about what you feel. I write about what you see. I write mm-hmm. about what you smell. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I write about the sounds you hear in that, in the, in that situation. Ooh. You know, um, so that's that's what I, that's what I, I, but I love it though because I create these worlds. Right. And I create these characters, these people, and put them in these wild ass situations. <laughs> and then, you know, and, and, and always find out in the end that somebody is living vicariously through them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because, because, you know, most people don't have the opportunity to live life like an erotic novel. Mm-hmm. Yep. You see yes. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, my life is an erotic novel. <laughs> I was like, most people go ahead and go to the bar and pick somebody up or whatever yeah. scenario and things like that. It's not yeah. for some people, but you know, maybe for you. Yeah, no, mine is my life is a little bit different, but it but it always it, it always has always been because I've always been into well, I say when I got uh, maybe twenty. I'm sorry, 2008 mm-hmm. is when I started Alternative Lifestyles. Mm-hmm. So I've been in it for a while. Okay. You understand? So, so you're not new to it. Nah, nah, mm-hmm. nah, I ain't new to it at all. Yeah. <laughs> so is Dallas like, because you said you're from Detroit. Yes. So is Dallas like a good place for like this alternative lifestyle and like the erotica? Absolutely. <laughs> Dallas is Dallas has a huge black alternative lifestyle community. Very big. Um, when it comes to, to, to swinging or lifestyle or BDSM at all, period, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm always at events or going to people's events or performing. We, wait, we just did a performance, um, uh, what was that, Saturday? Mm-hmm. Saturday, yeah, Saturday night mm-hmm. at, a, at, a, uh, at a show, at someone's show. And then my show was last Friday, you mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? So, um, and then like I said, we have several friends in the community, in, in the uh, community that practice, um, that are practitioners of different forms of BDSM. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have what when they have an event, you know, they'll invite us out or whatever, mm-hmm. and I'll come do a scene or a demo mm-hmm. at their event. They'll come do demos at my event, right. you know. And so and when people come, they can learn about the arts. I accidentally, um, <laughs> accidentally, <laughs> right. what did you accidentally stumble so into? I, I was in a group, 
and it was a a, a plus size group uh-huh. but i didn't know a lot of them were into lifestyle okay so i went to a lifestyle party okay and i didn't know what Ooh. was going on and i was like oh <laughs> okay this is okay like, yeah this damn, is different right. yeah but <laughs> but i didn't like that was my first time seeing that and it is a really big community like yeah. and a lot of people know everybody and mm-hmm. stuff like that and you know who the nasty niggas are and don't invite <laughs> him because he do too much and all the other stuff but it, it yeah. is a very big community and so i was kind of I think the other other thing too is there like the clubs that I've been to or seen mm-hmm. are mostly white and mm, yeah. I, yeah, especially in in uh, Dallas. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm. You got to go on the black night. <laughs> when is the black When is the black night? Saturday, <laughs> Thursday. Oh, oh during the weekday. Yeah. <laughs> right Thursday. when nobody, when nobody really want to be there, you got to work next morning. Right. Yeah. I definitely have seen it. So it's it seems a little bit alternative, but just mm-hmm. talk a little bit about kind of like because we're gonna we're gonna go more into it. Make sure you go on Patreon because we're gonna go more in depth. But yes. go. Can you go a little bit into detail about like? your lifestyle because there are different types of lifestyle within lifestyle community so can you go into a little bit of detail about what you do yeah so i am uh a sensual dominant um i i do uh sensual bdsm massages that's kind of like my that's kind of like my um that's my that's my art mm-hmm. you know when i perform when i do other other shows or whatever it's essential body essential massage tantric touch energy, mm-hmm. energy transfer but i also use you know, floggers and paddles and, and things like that um, <laughs> to kind of to kind of heighten the woman's experience mm-hmm. along with the sensuality and, and of of the massage um, and my massage style being more rhythmic. You know, mm-hmm. especially when I when I'm especially when I'm a little high and mm-hmm. I'm into the music. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. saying no, I, I, that's when I really get into it. You know, in your zone. oh yeah, I'm in my zone <laughs> at that point. Um, but also, um, my girlfriend and I, we are swingers. You mm-hmm. know, we we do uh, we do. Um, we go to do uh, part play parties and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a stag. Okay, so that was gonna be one of the yes. questions we had too. So. <laughs> yes, because I'm a little confused. Okay, what's right. the difference between stag, cuck, and being a voyeur? Okay, so stag and cuck are on two different ends of the spectrum. Okay, um, a cuckold is a is a person who's uh, a masochist. They're turned on. They're turned on from humili- being humiliated. Mm. So it's almost like I'm taking your girl from you. Yeah, yes. and they okay. get they get and they're aroused by being uh, belittled by the other person and their woman while they're. You so know. it's the the big old BB uh, BBCs coming yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so she'll be like, while she's fucking, like, oh, he sees his dick is bigger than yours. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, okay. So cuckles get turned on by that. Okay. I'm a stag. Like I said, I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. I'm dominant. There's mm-hmm. no humiliation from with me. I'm turned on by watching my woman. Um, uh, ha, uh, be with another man, but I'm I'm turned on because of the pleasure that she gets from it, mm-hmm. and 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 when it's over, I reclaim her. I take back what's mine. Ooh, I heard that Ooh. now. Shit, now. Ooh, Ooh. Adonis. <laughs> Wait, we weren't ready. <laughs> it ain't and I would take back what's mine. Yeah, and and that's that's and uh, <laughs> and that's reclaim sex. You know. Oh, oh so y'all have sex after? Yeah. Oh, that's low key a little vibe. So how, how okay, so so how do you go of so are you guys open or I mean, what's the difference between being open and swingers? Okay, so when you're open is you you're you're able to free date whoever you want. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the the guidelines of 
okay, I'm not going to spend the night at somebody's house, mm-hmm. you know, or they're not there. You can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But in a swinging relationship, typically there's, there, there are, there are rules and guidelines. Like, mm-hmm. like, like she and I don't kiss other people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. We, there's those, like, you keep something between, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as far as, uh, dating, there hasn't been, any, there isn't any of that. Mm-hmm. We, we play in the same room. Mm-hmm. Now there are, t- there is, um, I do have, uh, fantasies of her going out and playing and surprising me with pictures. Oh. And then coming home and saying, "Hey, Daddy, this is what I did." Do you know, oh, do I've you been know naughty. that? I, I won't. Duh, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all have, <laughs> no, I've been naughty. Obviously. Ooh. Yeah, and then and then I watch the videos and then I take back what's mine. Oh, oh. You know, or I'll or I'll film it and make the video myself. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know, while she's with a bull. Um, and then we watch them later as foreplay, you know. Okay, so I, I know we kind of backtracking a little bit, but I know on the show one of the common things were like, "Well, can you be monogamous?" Mm-hmm. And can you be so? Can you kind of explain about how you can separate the two? Because one of the, I guess, in one of the scenes, you was like, you turn your room into a dungeon, and so how mm-hmm. how if I'm not really into that as your partner, how am I supposed to know that things don't go too far or that you can be monogamous? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, uh, so. Practicing non-monogamy and and LS in the lifestyle is, I mean, that's what it is, you Mm -hmm. know. But as far as our relationship, our love, our emotion, our passion, Mm -hmm. and and intimacy and intensity for each other, that stays Mm -hmm. between us. Okay. You know, and and, uh, I always call lifestyle play, I call it erotic entertainment. Mm -hmm. You know, some people go to movies on Saturday nights, we fuck. Oh, You know what I'm saying? So so it it could be, you know, it, it could be whatever you make it, but as long as you have you know, guidelines and rules in place to keep the relationship intact and the race relationship first, mm-hmm. then that's, you know, that's how you separate that. So I don't have other girlfriends. I, you know, I, I have, I've had submissives, you know, for, mm-hmm. for, for domination pur- mm-hmm. uh, purposes and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because that is one of my, fe- one of my fetishes is, mm-hmm. is, 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 is domination, you know, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, right. but as far as having another girlfriend, like my, I've I've been in a poly relationship. She's not poly. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like, in being with her, it's like I I know I have to to adjust, you know, mm-hmm. to to fit what who she is mm-hmm. and and who she is in our relationship. If I want to be with her, mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. if not, then we all have options in life. Mm-hmm. You, you you can stay and, mm-hmm. and 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 operate within the guidelines or not. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So so being in a situation where you know someone they asked me you know can you be monogamous well if if i was retiring obviously yes yeah because I, she's the only woman i love you yeah. know what i'm saying and she's the only woman i'm with mm-hmm. so 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 that focus on one person is there mm-hmm. but a nut is a nut you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and, and, and 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 watching each other have fun and whether she's with a woman or a man or if i'm with a, a if i'm with i'm with a woman you know it's like it's just fun. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we separate that from 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 our actual relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? So when you guys do swing, are the is the other couple or is the other group, mm-hmm. is it always somebody new or do you swing with like people that you swung with before? No, it's typically I mean, we, we typically want someone that can be consistent and someone that we can trust and has the the, the uh, understanding of uh, our guidelines and, mm-hmm. and the respect level for our guidelines and mm-hmm. what we what we want mm-hmm. um and and someone that i know that i can trust with her with mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying as far as a guy um but it's typically it's it's a it's a it's kind of a small circle mm-hmm. and then she and she's she's super picky anyway so mm-hmm. so that that kind of like it, it 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 um it 
brings the number of, of options Down. even smaller. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So once you find that that one or two people, it's like that's just we who we rock with when we get those urges. You know what I'm saying? Can we know picky as in what aspect? Oh, I mean, I mean attraction level, how okay. you carry yourself, you know. Um so, booze a little boozy. Yeah, energy. yeah, it, it, energy okay. vibes of people, how they act, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We we observe, you know, how they how they carry themselves around other people and how they move if they messy or not, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And and um and how uh, who else that they know that we know mm-hmm. that can vouch for vouch for them. There's a lot of vetting Ooh. involved, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's not like somebody can walk up off the street and say, "Hey, I want to play with y'all tonight." Okay, let's go. You mm-hmm. know, right. it's a, it's a process. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a more it's a it's a longer process. Now, don't get me wrong. We have had moments where you know we were it was it was a, a first night. You know, we went out hung out with a, a lady that you know I was like, "Hey." Let's, let's go ahead to the crib and make it make it make the threesome happen. We did, you know, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it's a it's a it's kind of a especially with her, because like I said, she she has to have that energy and that more of that connection than I do. I, I have as long as my they, they meet my fetishes the, mm-hmm. the, and and uh, the basic um, standards of cleanliness and mm-hmm. hygiene, everything is, is, is intact. Mm-hmm. And then they meet all my other standards for what what uh, I like for my fetish. So I'm like, all right, let's you know, let's make it happen. So let's just, let's talk about some of the fetishes because I know you did touch a little bit about that on the show. You have an ass fetish, ass worship, yeah. Um, yeah. Nipple, there was something with nipples. Well, it, it's it's an oral fetish. I love licking oh, clits and nipples. Fetish. Yeah. So you like what? <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, she said you like what? I, didn't, I said that real quick. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> <laughs> no, I have an oral fetish, so okay. I'm I'm turned on by. You know, kissing a, a woman's body, mm-hmm. um, kissing her breast, kiss, you know, sucking and licking her nipples. Mm-hmm. And then I love eating pussy. So, mm-hmm. and I love eating pussy from the back. I love having my face sat on. Um, that's the and energy. I, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a vibe, you know. It's, it's a vibe. That shit turns me on, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so um, but I didn't realize it was that strong of a fetish with me until maybe like, maybe about six years ago. What, hmm. what makes it a fetish? Because... I crave it sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I have like, damn, I ain't eat pussy in a minute. You know, mm-hmm. I've been thinking like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's pussy o'clock. It's right, exactly. <laughs> pussy o'clock. So you could only eat pussy and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, I would consider that fetish. But my, 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 I call it the, the, my main fetish is a woman's pleasure. I was about to say, it sounds like you're a pleaser. Yeah. yeah. More my, than. A, my, my main fetish is a woman's pleasure. And then mm-hmm. the sub fetishes underneath that mm-hmm. are the ways I cause that pleasure. Oh. You see what I'm saying? So, so eating pussy, mm-hmm. eating from the back, having my face set on, mm-hmm. you know, using my restraints, you mm-hmm. know, so you can't run when I'm eating it. Oh. You know, just different things, you know, mm-hmm. different ways to, uh, uh, and of course, like I said, having my face set on, mm-hmm. um, a little bit of asphyxiation, uh, Wait, like, like choking. Okay, I thought. Well, no, when when somebody sitting on your face and yeah, cut off my air supply. For yeah, we, I did that, and he didn't like all that. What? But it, <laughs> <laughs> it, I was, I, because I didn't understand face writing. Like I, I, I oh, was with a partner. You before. gotta know how to write face. Yeah, it's, and it's, I, it's a, it's a thing. Yeah. Well, a partner before <laughs> he he liked he liked being smothered. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I'm with somebody who wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with someone who wanted to have, you know, who wanted me to write their face, and I was doing a smother. He was like, "I can't breathe. Get yeah. up off me! I don't want to." But die. see, here's he the thing: kill me. Here, here's the thing: the skilled pussy eater knows how to eat pussy and breathe out his nose. Oh, yeah. So you don't have to stop. Yeah, he wouldn't <laughs> try. He wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> 
<laughs> he, was, he was trying to do both down there, Mm-mm. so it didn't work out. But nah, you got to know how to to find the little air pockets. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Especially she got a, she got ass. You got to find that little air pocket. Take that breath in through your, through that right nostril. That's the only thing that's free. <laughs> and get back to work. Damn, <laughs> you know I'm crying. So so how does one figure out? Because it sounds like you have a lot of your you know fetishes and things like that categorized. How does one figure out what you really like versus just trying shit? Well, I mean, you have to to explore mm-hmm. it all. Self discovery is 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 only uh, met with exploration. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So to find out what you like, you got to try things, and you try it. Okay, I don't really like that. You mm-hmm. don't have to do that anymore. Right? Or I love that shit. Let's mm-hmm. do that again. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And then you and then you continue to do it and develop it, like you know, and then until it comes to a point where it's like, nah, I love it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I love eating ass too. You know, okay, so much, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> she said, but, so, but I didn't, I didn't figure that out uh-huh. until maybe about five years ago, okay. And wow. I'm like, so oh. you've been, yeah, you, you, so what are some things that you don't like? You try and be like, I'm good on it. Um, you said, what? Well, I, well, I, well, I have hard <laughs> limits, of course. Okay. You know, hard limits, of course, anything dealing with dudes or uh, fecal matter and, mm-hmm. or urine, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I, the, the, I'm, I'm straight on all of that. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I love anal sex with a woman, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, it comes in handy when she's on a period, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, with a woman, I don't really don't have any restrictions. I don't like, a, I don't like it when a woman uh, sticks her finger in my ass. Okay. Like, no, that ha- when I was younger, I was like, okay, never again. I learned early uh-huh. that I don't like that shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what but, about a woman eating your ass? Yeah, that's that's cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. So, because <laughs> that's that's our, that's our resident ass eater. Yeah, I I, I think I've I've done a more things because I I don't feel like really anything you do with, within a heterosexual relationship is considered gay, mm-hmm. but a lot of Men kind of will, black see, men. yeah, black men will yeah. say, oh, "Don't, don't yeah. do that gay shit to me and all that other stuff." And I'm like, hey, "You might like it. You how you know you don't like it?" <laughs> yeah, that's 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 you know decades and of, of brainwashing of mm-hmm. what masculinity is versus you know the ego and pride mm-hmm. and all of this and that mixed in one you know closed minded experience. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Facts. So you know, I, I I figured you know the reactions I cause when I eat a woman's ass. And mm-hmm. then, you know, I, 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 my balls are sensitive. So when she got in there and lick under the balls mm-hmm. and everything, just keep going a little bit. You know? <laughs> you a little further. And hit that spot, it's like, oh, shit. Right oh, there. Oh, shit. Right mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it, it feels good. If it feels right. good, fuck it. Do it. You know what I'm right. saying? So, Ain't mad at it. I mean, I know you said that, like, some of your kinks or some of your fetishes you found later in life. Oh, yeah, yeah. So are, is that something that's, like, always changing, do you think? No, actually, like... Um, Cause somebody asked me like, how, what's next? How far does it go? Mm-hmm. I like what I like, mm-hmm. and I found my my comfort zone in this whole world. You just like I, I know my comfort zone with smoking weed. Right. You know, I know how just how much to smoke to get me right there to where I'm not stupid high and you know right. getting mm-hmm. sick. I know right where to to to, to be um, in 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 that and in the uh, in this world to where I get the maximum amount of pleasure for myself. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's like I, I stay right there. You know, mm-hmm. and um, I know everything, of course, that's out there. I know there's more out there, but mm-hmm. I just I, I have no interest in, in in expanding what I'm into or I've tried and I've tried it and I'm good on it anyway. So mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm smooth right here in my little pocket. Right. Of what I of what I love when it comes to erotica and, mm-hmm. and sex. 
Okay. So between you and your girlfriend, if y'all found like a, you know, a third person, mm-hmm. would you would you guys be with someone who's never tried any of that? You know, <laughs> vanilla people, that's yeah, what we call vanilla. them. Yeah, the, it, it's it's really difficult to initiate someone that's vanilla into this world because their mind isn't open yet. Mm-hmm. Now you can train them and help them open their mind to different possibilities outside of just missionary and getting back shots. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. it's a whole lot more to, to, mm-hmm. to, to sex than just, you know, what you, what, the, what you're used to, mm-hmm. but they have to have the, 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 the will and the, and the want to, to learn mm-hmm. and to explore into those different things. Now there definitely have been many women that I have introduced to the world, to, to my world, um, not necessarily in threesomes and some in threesomes, mm-hmm. but just into different things because they were like, okay, I want to try this. I want to try be tie- being tied up. Mm-hmm. I want you to spank me or whatever the case. I'm like, okay, we can, I can explore that, you know, mm-hmm. with you, you know, um, and, and, and I'm, and I'm all about self-discovery. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, so I've helped, I've helped women in the past discover what the, you know, they want to have a threesome with two men. Like I got somebody for that, Ooh. you know, and and I made a phone call and and made it and fulfilled a fantasy for him. It's right up my alley. <laughs> oh, same. same, same, same. Yeah. So, so I I do feel you on like the education because even a couple of I've seen a couple of cast members mm-hmm. come to some of your events and stuff oh, yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So and you know even on the reunion, someone's like, oh yeah, I discovered I like wax and oh, stuff yeah, like that. Oh yeah, yeah, the the wax, uh-huh. wax play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another form of BDSM. Where they, uh, where the where the practitioner melts the the candle and pours it on your body and then scrapes it off with a knife. Oh, yeah. I don't know about the scraping it off part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Waxing knife. Like a butter knife. <laughs> no, no. A sharp a one. A, 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 a steak knife. Butcher knife. Yeah. <laughs> yep. A machete. Yeah, but it's it's an it's an erotic sensation that's yeah. that's that's unique. You know, um, there's electro play, where Ooh. there there's a conduit that's put on your and, sh- and, and she loves electro play like a tens unit or no uh something kind of like that uh-huh. but when, when when the electric charge goes through it shocks and you can touch the person but it's it's <laughs> it, it almost feels like you know how when someone touches your spot it feels like that everywhere okay yeah it's, okay. it's a really really good feeling for the woman you look, know or for look now i now <laughs> so, <laughs> shit play? okay <laughs> Okay, we're gonna go to the here get the dark real quick. <laughs> I am crying. That's but that's amazing. Like I really just love black men just allowing themselves to like I like this. You can't tell me about myself because right. I like this. You ain't gonna shame me for liking exactly. this, and also just right. bringing other men into it too. So yeah. no, I, I I got I have uh, guys ask me. I've actually I've teach lessons. Mm-hmm. You know, in in sensuality and touch and and, and uh, flogging and things like that mm-hmm. because you know there's a lot of couples that want to explore mm-hmm. in different things because I, I lovers lane said it the best couples that play together stay together mm. you know and, and if you can if you can have a fun sex life mm-hmm. it's going to enhance the in, entire relationship mm-hmm. right. you know what i'm saying because if y'all bored in the bedroom it's going it's going to be the foundation of other yeah. issues mm-hmm. you see it's what i'm saying other ways. oh yeah absolutely mm-hmm. so so when men come to me and say hey can you teach me how to do this my woman really like i'm like all right i got you you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Cause i want y'all to play i want y'all to last mm-hmm. i want y'all to have fun together you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying and come right. back to the next show mm-hmm. you're like bro i tried that shit she loved it I'm like let's yeah. go bro <laughs> i've been getting hype with him you know what i'm saying like yeah. right. you know but yeah it's it's a real it's a real cool thing man to see people especially see black people who have been typically 
closed minded mm-hmm. to things like mm-hmm. this for for the le- for generations mm-hmm. finally opening up and say hey there's more to to sex there's more to to more possibilities to our sex life than what we've continuously done mm-hmm. over the last you know generations mm-hmm. that have has has led in boredom which leads to divorce and yep. cheating and fidelity mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so so that's why it's like okay people talk about us in the ls like we doing this doing that but we're all consensual. Mm-hmm. We we know what's going on. Yeah. Y'all cheat on each other. Volunteers, no mm-hmm. victims. Yeah, mm-hmm. all the damn time. You understand? Mm-hmm. So don't 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 you know cast a stone at me, and you cheat on your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, or, or you got a side chick. Mm-hmm. I don't have to have a side chick. Mm-hmm. You understand? If I if I want someone, you know, I holler at my babe. I'm like, mm-hmm. babe, can we? You know, I like, bet. Mm-hmm. And I, and she sets it up, right? You know what I'm saying. The same thing yeah, with, I love with that. yeah, same thing with a guy. It's something it's a guy she's interested in. I'm like, all right, I'll handle it. You know what I'm saying. And That's put, the part I love because you know a lot of men you hear like, oh yeah, I'll do a threesome, but I can't another nigga. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so I'm 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 very equal opportunity. Don't tell same. me I can't do something. Yeah. That you can't do. So the fact that yeah. you you know are open enough because I, I think it also leads part of to your dominance. You just know like you that nigga. You know what I'm yeah. saying. You that, you that guy. <laughs> I, like, I don't have any doubts in my mind. Mm-hmm. You know where her heart and where her loyalty is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Aww. So so it's like <laughs> something like that again. But it's it also stems back to my entire mentality when it comes to the LS and and and, and how I see other people mm-hmm. when I'm in a relationship. You can put a dildo with a suction cup on a wall mm-hmm. and back into it, mm-hmm. and it's the same thing to me as a person. They can just fuck back. Mm-hmm. It's emotionless. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they're wow. they're a lot at that point. They're a live sex toy, mm-hmm. and and that's how you know mm-hmm. I, I, that's how I see them, male or female. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So. That, you know, when 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 you're able to separate your emotions and your ego mm-hmm. from ego. and your pride from the from 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 the LS, mm-hmm. it's like okay, yeah, it's like I know she's having sex with a dude, but she's mine. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like she 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 she's like cutthroat about that shit mm-hmm. about about her loyalty to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so so it's like, what do I have to worry about? Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and plus, can't nobody do her like me anyway? Oh, I you heard know? that so, now. Yeah, I know that's right. I heard well, okay, shit. I know that's right. So back to ready to love, like mm-hmm. since they did focus so much on like your alternative lifestyle, do you think that there was like a moment that was missed for you to like educate? No, I mean, I, I think if people really paid attention, there was a lot of education that went mm-hmm. on because I, I, I explain things the way I always do. You know, I, I mean, they censored what they had to censor. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, but but for the most part, I was able to, to communicate effectively what uh, what I do mm-hmm. and, and, and that. If, if that, you know, uh, stimulates curiosity for people to continue to pursue and learn more, mm-hmm. then they've either followed me and asked questions or, mm-hmm. you know, I, I interact with people, with viewers a lot, mm-hmm. you know, in the uh, on YouTube and uh, the, the fo- Facebook profiles because people are cool. Mm-hmm. And, and and I remember when the uh, it was this, it's this big uh, ready to love group on Facebook. It's got like 50,000 members wow. when the show first aired. Um, I think it was actually after the first episode somebody was like what's an how's a, an erotic author, author even make money you know trying to trying to you know oh. trying to uh troll me mm-hmm. man f- fans lit into his ass they was like <laughs> oh he's an entrepreneur he's an author he's a writer you know what i'm saying he, right. he wrote a whole book mm-hmm. so it was cool to see people coming to my defense you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying like that because the literary community right you know um and then even even with uh people who were actually who are or more open-minded um, about what the other things that I do, mm-hmm. they defended me, mm-hmm. and then people people were 
uh, gave me props for being transparent, mm-hmm. you Absolutely. know, because obviously a lot of people lied about their intentions. I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, this is this is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I'm from the D. We keep it real like that. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be I'm not going to date a woman and then spring all of this on her six months later right. after she's fallen in love with me. Mm-hmm. And exactly. now she gets hit with this ton of bricks from the blind side yeah. mm-hmm. that she had no idea she was getting herself into. Mm-hmm. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and then again, for me now, she realizes she can't handle it six months down the road. Now I've given this woman six months of my life that I can't beg act and it's, and it's over yeah. because mm-hmm. she can't handle what she really can't handle me. Mm-hmm. And then, and, and, and when it's all said and done, I want to be loved for who I am. Mm-hmm. So if I, if, if I want to be loved for who I am, I have to show you who I am Thanks. and how you respond to that is going to tell me whether you can love me for who yep. I am or not. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's a good place to kind of end this part of the episode. We do have a question and then we're going to go over to our Patreon. We're going to let you know, tell everyone you can find you at real quick. Um, but we do have a question. Let me pull it up real fast. <laughs> okay. Um, how many people end up in a happy, healthy relationship after being sexual the first date? So I met a guy who's 28. She's 30. We had a great first interaction. Both were horny, so we ended up getting naked, having some fun. No sex when I went back to his place. I don't know what that means. How you get naked? In? Okay. Right. <laughs> right. It feels too fast-paced since I want a relationship, but I'm curious how many people got sexual on the first date and ended up in a relationship that they're happy in. My my longest relationship was six years, and it started after a one-night stand. Really? Yep. Yeah, well, I mean, we communicated before um, this back when I was a commercial print runway model, mm-hmm. and I set I set up a couples photo shoot with the model, and and she and I um, we played phone tag back and forth for like a couple months, and we finally got the photo shoot organized, mm-hmm. and we did the photo shoot. Every mm-hmm. it was it, it flowed like really natural. I'm like, you want to go get some food after this? All right, we back. Mm-hmm. When we got some food, I'm like, you want to come watch a movie? Cool. Mm-hmm. Movie ended up watching us. <laughs> and <then> we were- <laughs> <laughs> we were attached at the hip for six years after that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and even even um, with uh, with me and me and Juju, you mm-hmm. know, we started. Uh, we had that first uh, that first. Um, I, want, I wanted to ask how you guys met. Oh, so I jumped in her DM the week after I was eliminated. Really? Oh. I was yeah. gonna ask, was there kind of some inter- intersectionality as far as y'all meeting in the show? Or? No. Okay. So crazy story with that was I actually met her at an event that I was hosting months before but she was on a date oh so we had this we had this moment of like damn we was checking each other out but Uh i was respectful so i didn't pursue it obviously because she was with somebody at the time Mm -hmm. so um we but i noticed that there was there was definitely energy Mm -hmm. you know so um i just you know went on went on with life and everything filmed the reality show and then uh like i said the week after i got eliminated i i I, and here's the thing i didn't even know that was her so wow. I, I hopped in her DM and said, you know, we started talking, conversation went real smooth. And then she was like, you know, we met before, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, when? <laughs> and she, and she, when she, when she told me, it just immediately came back. I was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. look at the universe. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I'm saying? So it, it was, it was, it was crazy, but that's, that's how we met. And uh, um, Juju said, I'm finna come reclaim what's mine. Was <laughs> <laughs> the person you were on a date with, were you dating them or you were just there with them? Okay, okay. So it, it, it you could have said something if you want, or you just been really respectful. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not that kind of guy because, okay. you know what I'm saying, somebody's with somebody or mm-hmm. they say they have somebody. I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, can you have friends? Or you're like, yeah, <laughs> I don't do all that because I wouldn't want somebody doing that to my woman. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So I'm not going to be that guy and put that energy out there. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, no, I agree, though. My longest relationship, it, we 
met each other on Tinder, mm-hmm. had sex the first night we met, and we just couldn't get away from each other. After yeah, that. there's no rhyme or reason, mm-hmm. you know, uh, by how how the heart works and how things develop, you know, because I mean, I've I, I've uh, I dated for somebody for six months and, and was in a relationship for a year and got cheated on. You know what I'm saying? Back and back in 07. So it's like, why why wait? And and that's a possibility that can happen mm-hmm. anyway. I think it's so more just go with the flow. Yeah, it's more so like what the like if, if you guys are on the same line because that part like you could be with someone for six months and not have sex. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then y'all get together and you're like, yeah, this ain't it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't. Yeah. I think it's if you have the same focus, what you want. Like you can both be you know together and be like. I really want to be date intentionally, but I'm horny right now. Right. But I still want to date you after I do this. I still want to date you. I like you. I fuck with you. Yeah. So that could be anything. So yeah, yeah. that's just part of all the restrictions and stuff that you know, been handed down to us. Exactly. The mental blocks mm-hmm. and, and, and and social norms and standards of what dating should be and right, this and that. And sex. Nothing mm-hmm. in my life has been normal. I so it's that. like I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do what nat what, what comes naturally and what feels right for myself. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? All right. So you know you have this book here. Where where can they find you at if they're looking to maybe have their own event or they want to connect with you more or find out more, get educated? Where can they find you at? Or even purchase your book? Well, I'm Adonis Allen, Adonis Allen on Facebook, mm-hmm. um, Boa um on Instagram and uh, TikTok and, uh, and YouTube. They're mm-hmm. all the same. Um, and BoaErotica.com is my website. So they can go on that site and, and check out you know, my upcoming events and mm-hmm. um, a bunch of different other stuff and the book link, um, Boa Erotica Book One is on uh is on the uh the website and it's a it's a book of erotic short stories and most of my stories are written from the woman's perspective mm-hmm. so I, I put women in positions of power and dominance like that they're not it. typically in in society <laughs> so you should definitely check it out man because these women are living their best lives for sure okay. you know and, and there are a couple you know a couple stories from the male's perspective but the women are really uh, holding it down and then um there it starts with five shorts mm-hmm. the shorts um I initially wrote the shorts to kind of give people an an example of how I write, Mm -hmm. but they were like really cool. So I put Mm -hmm. five of them in the book and, and, um, they're based off of like my actual experiences, you know, or my fantasies, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But the stories are all, are fiction. They just, just, they're just wild. Okay. So you (laughs) definitely want to make sure you tune into the Patreon because we're going to get into the excerpt of the book in a little bit more. Listen, hear ye after dark. Oh, don't, don't fucking forget it. Y'all can find us. You already know. He gets us up at hearypodcast at gmail.com. We're at hearypodcast on all social media platforms. And y'all can find me on Instagram at whodat underscore breezy, B-R-E-E-Z-Y. And where can they find you at? And of course, y'all can find me on Instagram at Tana Taught You. That is T A N N A H Taught You. All right, y'all. Y'all ready to head on over to Patreon? Yum, yum. Of course, Adonis, thank you so much. No we Thanks will be look on Hear Ye After Dark. As always, shout out to everybody. We had fun, and we will talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye.